Welcome back to another episode of Along With My Thoughts. I'm Caroline, I'm your host, and as always, I'm very, very, very happy to be seeing you here. Not seeing you, but, you know, welcoming you onto another episode. Um, before we dive into today's episode, I have a bit of an update for you. Um, I, last night... And the night before that, I tried meditation. And then yesterday's night, I tried yoga and also meditation. And I just wanted to throw it out there that, oh, I started going back to yoga and started going back to meditation. Like I previously mentioned in my last episode as well. But I just wanted to give you another update to... As a little heads up, I think that, oh, I tried. And my experience with doing yoga for the first time after a couple of years is that it was very uh, quite a bit hard for me to, like, be able to let go, like they always said. And, you know, to, like, breathe into the pose and to just, like, embrace the pain. Because, like, you're practically stretching, right? So... Um, they always say that oh embrace the pain and then embrace the stretch obviously not too much not to the extreme or something it's just like a little bit of pain a little bit of stretch that you feel uh, in your muscles and stuff like that means that oh they're really like working and really like relaxing so that's good but yesterday's night I found it a bit hard when I was in pigeon pose so Pigeon pose means that you have one leg cross, not cross, but like one leg in front of you and the other leg um, straight um, on the back. So it's like, and then you um, had your hands on the floor and you bend your back and stuff like that. You can Google it, but it was like very hard for me to like um, hinge down. So when I'm on my hands, right, when I'm like pushing on my hand to bend my back, I'm, I was good with that. I felt a very good stretch in my lower back and also like my thighs and my glutes as well. But when I went forward to hinge and to like release myself on the ground, my forehead on my forearm and stuff like that, I felt a bit more pain than I was used to. And I know that that was normal when you like, first started out you know after a couple of years and I also remember that a few years prior when I was like frequently doing yoga and frequently stretching and stuff like that I had no problem with that pose particular and now that you know after a long time I now had quite a problem with that I mean that's normal you know I just had to give it a bit more time and a bit more consistency so I'm planning to do that um tonight and also the the thing for me personally the thing with yoga and meditation is that you really have to find the sessions or the you know exercises that suit you because there are certain yoga practices or yoga videos that I found on YouTube where when I when I practice them you know when I do them I felt very good right but there are others where I felt just like too much whether it's like too stiff or whether it's too easy or whether it's a bit too much with my body. So like it all comes down to finding what works for you. And the same goes with meditation. There, For me personally, I cannot 
do unguided meditation I can only do guided meditation and so I feel like that's because I'm like still a newbie I'm still like a beginner when it comes to meditation I and I am not able to sit still with just music and with just like sounds I need somebody to guide me you know what I mean so there's that with me but also even with like guided meditations there are certain videos that or certain sessions that I really feel in tune with and I, I really feel my body relaxing and completely like zone into this very amazing state of like deep relaxation um before I was like I did not believe that I would be able to relax that much but when I after a long time previously after a long time of practicing meditation and training my mind to like get used to it I was able to hone into this zone into this like sleep-like state but I'm not asleep you know I still know that I'm doing meditation my mind was like awake but not crowded my mind was not crowded there my thoughts were not racing or anything my mind was like still um but still very awake and I I've that that was the first time that I've gained that much clarity but then my body was like completely like it's asleep my heart rate was slowed down there's no tension in my uh, my muscles at all my body was fully relaxed from the top of my head down to my toes it was like very weird feeling and I encouraged you to try meditation to like feel that once because it was very very like hypnosis I thought I was hypnotized but I was not you know because my mind was still awake and stuff like that so it was a very weird feeling and now I'm looking forward to like being able to get into this state now that I'm determined at least to like try meditation and really like get my sleep schedule back on track because since I came to Florida, I hadn't maintained a sleep schedule that I normally would, meaning I now stay up until 1 or 2 in the morning um, because my relatives stay up that late. They have business and stuff, you know, and they also, like, their kid is homeschooled, so they have to help him with his homework and stuff like that. So they um, stay up until 1 or 2, and sometimes I stay up until, like, midnight to talk to them and because that's like the only time that we can hang out you know so I kind of like give in to that and kind of like oh whatever you know I I mess up my sleep sleep schedule but like whatever you know um and now I'm kind of like regretting it because I cannot go to sleep before 12 anymore last night I tried like to go to sleep very early at like around nine, I started getting ready, and you know by ten or ten thirty, I'm like already done. I was very already done with my yoga and even my meditation, and I went to sleep. Um, and I could not, and I I I I feel like I stay up until one, um, or one thirty in the morning. So that's why I could not wake up early today. But I feel like I need to like maintain that sleep schedule for a while before I can wake up early um so that's um a little bit update about my well-being but also um I just finished watching um Road to Miss Universe if you don't know Miss Universes it's like 
the biggest beauty pageant in the world, basically. Um, and it's been around since the 1800s, I believe. And so myself, I was like, I'm like obsessed with beauty pageants because I feel like it's a very unique opportunity for the individual or the representative to represent their country, their culture. And, you know, that's like the only time that I see women having the voice, like completely having the the control over what they say, what they wear. I mean, not necessarily because they have a whole like team behind them, like a fashion team or the makeup team and stuff like that. But you know what I mean? It's like majorly was about them and what they want to say their story their message and how they want to say it um so i i feel like there's just like i'm drawn to it because of that you know and now the the miss universe um this year is the 70 like the 71st is that even a word but like you know um this is 70 last year was the seven. 70th anniversary this year's the 70 71 um year of hosting miss universe i don't know why am i like messing up with the old numbers and the orders because i've never gone to like 71st is that even a word but you, you know what i mean um it's the 71 the year 71 of them hosting Miss Universe so and I'm like watching because I'm from Vietnam so I'm watching my representative um you know and her journey to Miss Universe that's called like Road to Miss Universe that's the whole series um Road to Miss Universe 71 so um I was I was just watching that before recording this and I felt like very inspired not inspired but like I, I feel the need to like tell you about this obsession that I had I know that people have this um not weird but like missed mixed feelings about beauty pageant in general obviously with the bikini round and you know wearing very tight and cinching clothes especially with the bikini round and stuff like that and sometimes that can be a bit too much and I agree but I just feel like like with the exception of the bikini round, I feel like other rounds are just like very unique, not unique, but like they have purpose behind them, you know, and I know that most of the times all the contestants may have the same answer, you know, with the um spreading positive vibes and self-care and self-love and take them up spades and, you know, woman leadership, leadership and stuff like that. There's like a pattern that I see. So I'm like, looking forward to like new answers or new ideas and new characteristics every single year but with the I don't know I feel like people just like starting to realize oh how you know they start to realize what they should say and how they should say it and there's usually a, a pattern or kind of repetition behind their messages so I like really look forward to what they want they would say this year um but I will also be making um an episode on my thoughts about beauty pageant and you know talking about some of the um um beliefs and ideas like even like positive or negative ideas about beauty pageant and with obviously body image that's been around forever body image and you know just like this beauty standard um stereotypical version of 
the woman, you know, um, and I will be talking about that because I have lots of thoughts about that because, as we all know, like, there's also, like, one, there's one type of woman that's, like, socially accepted to be wealthy, white, skinny, blonde, tall, not, not white now, but, like, in beauty pageants, I see, like, the theme would be Latinas and, you know, tan skin, um, tall, curvy, but still, like, slim, thick, you know, that term, but, so I will be making a whole episode on that, um, so with that being said, today's episode will be talking about diet, um, because like I mentioned in previous episode, this January, I will be talking about some of the things that I'm working on for my shadow work, or some of the beliefs that I'm changing, or some of the, you know, just like shadow work, and working on the wounds and the traumas that I have, and I feel like, One of the traumas, one of the areas that I have the most difficulty with is my diet because I struggle with body image, which I will be talking about in later episodes. But I just feel like, you know, my diet is like over place, especially now that I am in America and that, you know, people here have a whole completely different diet and just like foods compared to Vietnam. In Vietnam, even though I don't eat that much vegetable, I feel like I am surround. I was surrounded by vegetables, so I didn't have, you know, other options. But here we have like pizza, hamburgers, fries, like processed foods, and um, with like vegetable, we we you they only have like salads and like fruits and stuff so they don't have a variety of options for you to choose from when it comes to vegetable so um since i came to america my diet was like shit (laughs) i because because you like if you eat salad for every single day for five years uh, not five years five months you would get bored um so i was that i got bored and i just like stick to processed food which I know was not good for me but I had no other choice so I'm like I'm still thinking about how I should eat or how I would eat when I come back to Indianapolis um next month so I'll be thinking about that but anyway my goals with my diet for this year 2023 if we're talking about new year's resolutions is that I want to eat more greens um and I want to be very intentional about the food um, I intake, I watched a TikTok yesterday about gut health, um, and the person was talking about how there are, like, this healthy microbiomes in your, in your, like, stomach area, and those are called probiotics, right, they're, like, a whole ecosystem, um, they have, like, different species that are either predators or species that are, to be consumed by predators, prey. So yeah, it's like a whole ecosystem down there. And so in order to um, feed, in order to have a good gut health, we have to feed those predators. Um, and the 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 thing that we feed them with is called prebiotics, and it is mostly, if not always, fiber. Fiber meaning vegetables and. Um, fruits and greens and stuff like that so he said that the number one rule of thumb for maintaining a gut health is the diversity of 
fiber that we have, the diverse meaning, the diversity of plants that we have. Because he said that I, if I'm not if not if I'm not wrong, he said that there's like twenty thousand species of plants that can be consumed by humans, but only two hundred of them are now regularly being consumed by human. And he said that sixty percent of Americans are. Um, have like receive or obtain their fiber source mostly from like rice, potatoes, and you know stuff like that. And he said that's not a ideal diet. You know, an ideal diet when it comes to maintaining your gut health means that you have to eat a variety of plants. So that's like what I plan to do: eating more greens. And also like diversity of plants, not only eating more greens, but but also eating more variety and more types of greens. You know what I mean? Um, and also to heal. But I know that that's not gonna be the case. It's not gonna be possible for me when I come back to Indianapolis because, like I mentioned, the menus in our dining hall is like disgustingly bad and disgustingly unhealthy for our health. So I was thinking about taking supplements to heal my gut, but also to provide fiber and greens to my body if I cannot, if I do not have access to that in real life, you know. So I was thinking about taking supplements, and also like I have been seeing this trend going around on TikTok saying that oh you should lower your cortisol level and. Your cortisol level is associated with anxiety and stress and stuff like that. So, if you lower your cortisol level, you would also lower your stress or anxiety. I think I believe that's what that's what makes sense to me. I need to like um do some more research on that. But I feel like I can also work on that because my stress and my anxiety has been going through the roof when I was like at school like this semester. So I don't want that to be the case for the next semester. So I also have to be thinking about that, but for now I think taking supplements and also I have been seeing you know the Bloom supplement greens juice, I don't know powder going viral on TikTok, and also it's like affordable. It's only like twenty bucks or something. So I I'm thinking of giving that a try, um, and it's like fairly easy to like drink. It's very convenient. Just like. Um, have a scoop of powder into your water or something, and you drink that. So, but I also need to like look if it's like if it if it has a diversity of plants or not. Like the TikToker I I watched yesterday, he said that oh we need to look for a diversity of plants even in supplements. Um. So yeah. Um. One more thing that I. Came across when I came to Florida, that not restricting. Um, when I was back in Indiana place or like before I even came to America, I always associated that eating less means losing weight. But now that I think about that, and now that when I came to Florida and I witnessed my relative's wife, she ate a lot. She eats a lot. Not like she eats a lot at one sitting, but she eats lots of meals during the day, and I I've seen that you know I've seen people saying that oh you should eat multiple meals like more, 
meals every single day so that your body can digest better and stuff like that and that can help with losing weight but i was like not convinced but now that i saw that you know i saw her diet and her not restricting what she wanted to eat and just like having a healthy relationship with food yet she still doesn't gain a pound kind of convinced me that oh I should do that. I should give that a try, and I have been doing that. I've been eating more, not not one sitting, but I've eating more. I've been eating more meals in general throughout the day. Normally, I would eat like two meals, but now I eat I eat like four or even five if I feel if I feel like it, and I feel like even though I'm I've been eating more. My body is like somehow always hungry, so I don't know if that's like a sign that this is working. You know, the not restricting system has been working, and I know that that sounds a bit counterintuitive, but I feel like it's like working. You know, um, but because before this, I was made aware of this calorie deficit diet where I don't know you're supposed to eat more, but I don't know if you. How how would you know if you're on a calorie deficit or not? Because I don't want to track my calories or something, so I always associate hunger with you know calorie deficit, meaning that you're not eating enough, and maybe that's a good sign. So for now, my my with my body being hungry all the time means maybe means that oh I'm doing good job, you know, I'm I'm going on the right direction. I think perhaps, um. So that's like. My thoughts on that. Let me know what you think. If you're like a not restricting kind of person, or if you're a restricting kind of person, um, like when it comes to like intermittent intermittent fasting and fasting in general, I've tried fasting, but I I didn't see much result with it. Maybe because I didn't give it enough time. I only gave it a month or something. Um. So yeah, I don't know. But right now, I'm 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 quite happy because you know I can eat whatever I want and I'm still hungry all the time. So, I think that's good. Um, and also the number the reason why I decided to go into this like not restricting kind of diet is because of my glucose level. I have a disease called hypoglycemia, meaning that. You have very low glucose level, so you have to constantly eat sweet things or like foods or uh, meals with very high level of sugar, um, and that that's that's usually sweets and chocolate and cakes for me. Um, and so when I restrict, I feel like that's why I have more headaches, because with my hypoglycemia, the sign that I Was able to detect it was through headaches. Whenever I have low level of glucose, I will have a headache. And when I used to restrict and not eat back when I was in Vietnam, I have headaches every single day, sometimes even multiple times a day. But now, now I I I like to think that because I'm not restricted anymore, I don't have headaches anymore. But still, I have to like bring sweets or chocolate, and I have to be very mindful about that whenever I'm on the road or whenever I'm outside, um, because I can and I because I can have very low glucose level when I'm walking and exercising and just like being abound, being around and um stuff like that. So, yeah, but 
again, like I said, I don't know what I would do or what I should do when I go back to Indianapolis, because we don't have lots of option, and most of the time the options are not even that delicious and tasty and good. So, I feel like I just have to like either go with the the supplements and stuff like that, or I can stock up on like snacks, like cookies. They have like chocolate chip cookies that are very cheap, like. Two dollars for two cookies, uh, oh, not 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 even two, like one one dollar and thirty cents or something for two cookies. I I I can't remember, but I can either stock up on snacks, like healthy snacks, because I have lots of snack back in my dorm, but they're not healthy. They're usually cheap cheap chips, and like processed foods, and I I don't gravitate towards them that much, either. So. I I have to stock up on snacks that I will eat, and also like green juices and smoothies, but that's a bit expensive because my my dorm has a convenience store. I would I I like to think of it as that, where they would sell green juices. They all they they do have green juices, but like it's very expensive. So I I don't know. I think I have to go. I'll go with the supplement because when it comes to the long run, you know. Buying like green juices and smoothies, in on a, in long run is not a very cost effective, you know. So I have to think about that. But yeah, that's what I have for today. Um, what do you think? What are your diet? What are you? What are your thoughts? I know that diets and just like food in general can be a very sensitive topic. So I I think I should have put a trigger warning. In the beginning of of this episode, but anyway, I'll I will like put a trigger warning, um, on on the show notes, um. But anyway, just like, be patient with yourself. You know, you don't because we literally don't have the best condition and the most options to choose from, especially if you're in America. You know, so just like try to give yourself time and try to be mindful. Um, about the food that you eat and knowing that there's like not one way to achieve your dream body type if that's your goal but like there's not one way to be healthy in general you know you can try different diets or different ways and still none of that work for you so just like give yourself time credit and be a little bit more patient and loving towards yourself. Um, and that's what I ha- all I have for today. I hope you enjoy this episode some way. I hope you are eating well, resting well, having a good time, enjoying yourself, taking time slowly, taking it easy on yourself. And I will be seeing you again with another episode of Alone With My Thoughts. And until then, bye-bye.